Hello and welcome to another edition of the Hotcast. I'm your host, Ruben Tish, and joining me as always is RJ. RJ, not a whole lot to talk about, but I'm sure we'll be able to fill all our time today because that's what we do. Um, the League's Cup for the Fire is over. They lose 1-0 to Club America in a game that I thought went pretty well. I don't know about you. I guess we'll get your opinions in a, in a minute. Um, first of all, I, I, I want to ask you what you thought in general about this game being played at SeatGeek, uh, considering, you know, the Bears probably said no, and also Lollapalooza was there, and you don't want those crowds mixing, really. Um, what was your overall impression of the day and of the game? Did you go, I guess, is my first question. No, I didn't go. I, okay. uh, I, I got off at work at 5, you know, usual 9 to 5, so I was pretty tired. But I think... In terms of it not being held in, you know, Soldier Field, I mean, there there was a concert just a few days prior. Um, what's his name? Ed? Ed Sheeran. Yeah, Ed Sheeran. Lollapalooza going on. The Bears family meet and greet. It was just a lot going on in the city. And I, I actually think that Toyota Park was a perfect venue for it. Well, it's a shame or, they didn't play there. Geek, yeah. It's a shame they didn't play oh, there. Yeah, Sea yeah. Geek, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, I'll call US, it USL. USL, 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 USL. But no, no. Um, but you know, it, it was... Because if you think about it, even if they played it at Soldier Field, the city, or the park district, I, I should say probably wouldn't wouldn't have opened those you know the higher you know the upper stands anyway they are for messy yeah but it's messy i mean i i know your thoughts on club america and i agree with them they are one of the largest clubs in north america but you know messy is messy regardless of what you think about him he's he's still messy at the end of the day and he holds a lot more stature than you know club america let's let's be honest i mean that's I, I agree with you, but they'd still sell out. The game yeah, would still sell out. I, I understand, but I, I think... I, I don't know. I mean, uh, there was just a lot going on, you know, in, in the city proper itself, but I... It would have been nice to, you know, play that game or see, you know, see that game played in Soldier Field, but besides that point, wherever it's been, you know, wherever it plays, or I should say wherever that game was held it probably would have produced the same results and i am going to you know you you asked me what my thoughts were and i I think the fire played fine i think they played competently i think that you know they did their best considering the circumstances considering the squad depth that the fire has right now and you know it was just an unlucky own goal uh yeah, uh I would agree. The 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 late scratch from um Club America, Henry Martin, their star striker, uh got mm-hmm. injured during warm ups and couldn't play. Uh so that excuse me. 
so that meant that uh the fire were um you know sort of a a a good thing that the fire you know didn't have to deal with that and they still had to defend for 90 percent of the match and i thought they defended really well they they did and um kudos on Tehran. I, I love his redemption arc, you know, from the previous seasons to what he's become. So Tehran still has problems playing the ball. No, he um, does, but he's he's a lot he's a lot, lot better. He's a lot, he's a more, lot better. Yeah. He's definitely a central defender, central defender. And mm-hmm. you don't really need him when you have uh, Rafa Shihos to distribute the ball who's pretty good at it. Or in, in the case of um last Friday's effort, Mauricio Pineda, who um is a pretty decent passer in his own right. Um and playing next to him. So they did that. I also thought Usmane Dumbia played really well as well. Oh yeah, he's uh he's a perfect, you know, Gaston Jimenez and Federico Navarro not you know replacement. And I, yeah. I think, you know, Either Navarro or Jimenez is, you know, they're they're on their way out. And I think Dumbia, we we've we've said this before, and we like saying this comparison. But you know, if you don't notice players like Dumbia stature, I should say, then he's doing a very good job, and Dumbia did a very good well, job. I, you noticed him be sort of the nature of the game because the fire on defense a lot, so he was he was yeah, in the but, picture a lot. But so at he, the same time, I mean, yeah, I mean. You've you noticed him because the fire were you know were a lot defensive that night, but at the same time you weren't really paying attention to him. Well, I was. I mean, yeah, that's our thing, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of our job to pay attention to yeah. stuff like that. Um, I thought they were really poor going forward in ways that weren't didn't really have anything to do with the opposition. Um, I'm. I'm starting to be ready to move on from Jairo Torres. I've I've um, moved on from Jairo Torres I, well, a long time ago. I, I, I think that, um, you know, I, I'm really big on Marin Holly Selassie, so whenever he's not in the lineup, uh, I get upset. Um, and, you know, playing Jairo Torres for him was a choice, especially since, you know, if you lose the game, uh, you have two weeks off, so because the fire don't play again until what the twentieth. Yep. So you know they have two weeks off. Um, while this tournament finishes, uh, you don't have to worry about exhaustion. I imagine. Um, with Shihos in for Pineda and Holly Selassie in for Torres that this is basically the starting lineup for the game against Orlando. And I think, you know, fast forwarding two weeks that if that's the case, um, this fire team is probably looks like they can win. Um, I thought a game like this suited Georgios Kutsias more than it suited the other strikers on the roster because he puts in work defensively better than the other two strikers, Kamara and Chibilko do. Um, And I thought, you know, him running around for an hour and change really helped the fire 
stay in, stay in the game and their press and their um, ability to stay compact had a lot to do with the fact that Georgios Katsias was willing to um, be disruptive and not let um, once the ball crossed the halfway line, not let Club America get any sort of comfort in their attack. Um, and I thought that m- more than a lot of the play of Gutierrez and Shakiri and Torres, that had a lot to do with the fact that towards the end of the game, um, you could start to see some Club America players have heavy legs and the fire start to get forward. And then they brought in Marion Holly Selassie. Um, and Casper Shabilko, and you saw them get scoring opportunities that they didn't take advantage of. So I think I think that defensive job by Georgios Kutsias in the first half had a lot to do with how much better the fire played late on in the game. Yeah, I mean, there, there was a, that bit of a rally towards the end of the game, especially... You, you know, you touched upon it, but, you know, with Gutierrez and Shakiri, those two are really, really waking up as, you know, really, really good. But it's just a finishing product of the fire, you know, at this point. it's It reeks of 20, 2020, 2021. No, no. I'll go back further. It reeks of 2014, 2015. Well, yeah, I mean, I just want to do contemporary, you know, no, this is this is Shergil McDonald, Juan Luis Anangano levels of futility from Casper Shabilka. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it anymore. It just sort of is what it is. Yeah, I I still think Shabilka is better than Barrage, though. But I I think I I've I've given Shabilko so many chances, and I think I'm ready to dump Shabilko. I think it's best that the club and Shabilko move on. It's um, it just after the season. It's a shame. It really is. Yeah. I, I think, and you know, I I actually think that Jim Curtin got the best out of him because if you look at his numbers prior to the union, they they were they were pretty bad as well. And you know, I, I think Jim Curtin just you know just got the best out of him. And I I I actually think though, and I can say this confidently that you know we all know he's going to move on. And if he moves on within the league, I don't think he's going to produce the same numbers. I think at this point, for the better for his career, he should just go overseas. Just go back home or whatever? Just, yeah, just go back home, whether if it's Poland or, you know, he can play in Germany or somewhere else. I mean, I, I don't think that he's just going to produce those Philadelphia numbers with any. And I know that's a really bold statement for me, but I think it's just honestly the match of Jim Curtin. What if he just but, goes back to Philadelphia? I don't see Philadelphia getting him again. I mean, if they can get him on the cheap and they can get the best out of him, it's probably a good idea for them. Yeah, I, I guess so. But I don't know. I m- Moving on from Shabilko, you know, the, the fire played really great. I am a little bit worried. I mean, but this game showed, I mean, just the squad depth in general. Yeah, Kustias, you know, did some magic, but. You know, Shabilka was ineffective. Kamara is uh, MIA for the time being. Do we know why? I don't know why, but he is doing events with the fire. Like, you know, there's this side. Uh, um, I, I saw a tweet recently um, that he's uh, doing one of those, you know, um, fan events, I believe. But 
Um, maybe it's just a minor injury. I, I don't know. But maybe. Um... But yeah, I, I think overall, at least my takeaway from this game is that even without the depth, Fire can play really great. But at the same time, they need that desk to play even a lot, lot better. And you, you know, I've, I've, um, I've ragged on the league's cup, but I, I think the fire did a very admirable job at the end of the day. I will say, I am very entertained by this tournament, and I haven't. I, I, I sort of have gone on a soccer break, I guess, because I've done nothing but watch soccer for the last week in a half two weeks from the women's world cup group stages to almost all of the league's cup group stage games that i could watch um so i I, i've needed to take a little break and i took a break this weekend after the fire loss and 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 the united states lost and uh been playing you know video games and stuff and trying to relax a little bit because this is kind of like our sort of mid-season vacation right um even when i went to michigan on that trip in july i was still you know you you didn't watch your did previews and watch the fire and and all that stuff you didn't watch the community shield your Uh, arsenal i waited for the result and then i watched it so yes I, i watched it after i found out it was worth watching uh, but yeah, the Premier League starts this weekend, so like, there's a lot of soccer going on. I needed a little break, but I've, I've um, only seen highlights of the Women's World Cup. It's kind of impossible for me to watch it. I mean, that's fair. Um, but the tournament has been great so far. Yeah, I, 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 I know there are 8 p.m. games, but sometimes when you just get home after a commute on the blue line, it just gets really tiring. So I just watch. Um, I just watch highlights, and you know, from those highlights, it's it's been pretty great. I Morocco is my. Are we just talking general soccer? I guess so, but I think Morocco is my dark horse. I uh, I want to see them go far. I I think it's England's for the taking, but Japan also has a shot as well, and Sweden. I'll, I'll allow it because, uh, I mean, it's soccer related, so we can talk about it. <laughs> um, but this seems like a great time to. Breaking go ahead. Well, I mean, we need should go ahead and thank our Patreon <laughs> patrons, right? Uh, Patreon.com slash lantern is where you can go to support us. One dollar a month gets you a shout out on the show. Three dollars a month gets you my uh, game previews plus um, some post game reactions. Sometimes if it's not a three game week or um, my schedule allows and then five dollars should get you long form content. There's been some personal stuff going on throughout the summer that's prevented a lot of that. Um, but I still plan on doing stuff, uh, including maybe a uh, watch along for a road game uh, where we can all get on uh, a Twitch or a YouTube stream and uh, hang out and watch the game together. Uh, do do I, you have the written consent of uh, MLS for that? Well, I'm kidding. I mean, we'll have like a timestamp in the corner, but I won't actually rebroadcast the game. Uh, you I, could have the reflection of our glasses. <laughs> because I do not have the express written consent of uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, let's go thank Tim Hotze 
Caleb Barnes, Stephen D. Salmon, Alyssa Scarpelli, Jeff Mettendorf, Tim W., Will Gatziolas, Chaucer's Dog, Mark Jerkakis, Doug, Sean Click, Shai Smargan, Cameron Banga, MMC, Ron Bandish, Audrius, Kyle Johansson, Adam Todd, Liam Harding, Jonathan Robb, David May, Cristiano Estados Unidos, Joseph, Chris Lintot, Rob Bordigan, Samuel Minton, Craig Tower. Thank you for being a patron. Good stuff. Um, Some other topics we should probably discuss. The MLS transfer deadline has come and gone. Um, Obviously, Lionel Messi, Sergio Busquets, Jordi Alba. Inter-Miami obviously sort of wins the the transfer window. Um, but uh, what do you what what do you think are some of the I guess biggest moves? I've got one that that came through today. Uh, Maxi Morales is back at NYCFC. That's kind of a big deal. I mean, the biggest moves is, you know, Columbus giving away their lead, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, obviously, Lucas Zillerian you know, going to Saudi Arabia. I mean, if you need to, uh, you, 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 your family's basically set for life. You, you really can't fault them. But, you know, at the same time. I can. <laughs> I can now, specifically with Saudi Arabia, because yeah. of moral quandaries. But Yeah. You know what I mean, though. It's it's very, that, that league is, uh it's, it's going to last. I mean, one of these days we're probably just going to have a general soccer podcast. <laughs> but I, I think it's going to last a little I mean, the, the CSL is still running the Chinese Super League, but I think the Saudi Pro League, it's it's in for the long run. And yeah. it's it's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of sports washing going on that uh, one day we'll touch upon in, in an episode. But yeah, just uh, Lu- Lucas just going there, I think. Is honestly one of the biggest moves, but I, you know, I'm I'm going to be a little bit biased here, and I actually think that Dumbia is the low key biggest move at all, and I think that next season he he's 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 just going to light up the league in a in a defensive way. You, you know, you know how I love my uh, you know defensive uh, players, and really? I think that That's uh, I thought you would have said Diego Rossi coming to Columbus coming back to the league after no. leaving LAFC to go to Turkey. He, he's back in Columbus. That's, uh, no. I mean, that's a replacement for Lucas Zellariano. Yeah. There was one, right? But He's, he's not going to produce Lucas numbers, but no, I, I'm, I'm honestly legitimately serious about Dumbia being, you know, one of the sleeper hits signings. And, you know, I'm just not saying that because we, you know, we watched the fire. We, have a background supporting the fire. Um, but I, I think, yeah, I think that's my personal signing of the summer. And of course, you know, there's, there's Miami and whatever they're doing. A I, lot of baffling moves. I don't know what Colorado is doing. Brian Acosta yeah. from goes on to Portland. Uh, Anthony Merkensch is out there as well. Uh, Andre Shinyashiki 
uh, and Charlotte terminate uh, part ways, which I think is a little sad. Um, I think that um, he's he's a player who I expect I expected more from. Uh, considering you know I really like his game. I always sort of liked him. Um, I liked him when he was in Colorado. Um, but that's that's really unfortunate. Um, what other roster moves? Oh, well, like um, I said, today was a big one where, um, what's his name? Uh, yeah. I mean, no, don't forget DC terminated uh, Taxi's contract. Oh, yeah, Taxi Fuentes after he was um, if, if there's... committed a racist offense. I, um, if there's one thing this league needs to work on, it's, it's, it's just like holding these clubs and players accountable. Well, I, I mean, think D- DC did a good job. Or, I mean, yeah. The, the it... Red Bull situation is the Red Bull situation, right? Um, but this was the second time Taxi sure. did this. And, and then he said, oh, I took a polygraph test. Ooh. I mean, it's it's just appalling. It's it's just sure. like there there should just be the, the league should do a lot, lot better. I mean, there's there's both New York and I'm talking about both the players and certain groups of people out in the stands. I mean, you know, there's both New York clubs. There's yeah. There, there's just a lot the league should do just a lot, lot better. And again, um, one of these days, I just want to, we should just have a general soccer podcast, I guess, during the offseason for MLS. Sometimes we'll do it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we can, we can talk but, yeah. about whatever. This is a light show. We had but no, yeah. to talk about. In, in general, though, I, I think the league should just do a lot better. It's, it's just, I don't know. That, that taxi thing could have handed a long, long time ago. Um. How upset are you that the fire only made one move? We sort of figured that this was going to happen because it's a it's basically a um uh a lame duck front office. We know that they're gone at the end of the year basically. I I think when when Ezra got the sack or mutually parted ways I, I knew the fire weren't really going to do anything of, you know, relevancy this season. So, but like, but like, there's two. There, there's a week left to go in the the transfer window. After, the club basically crawls out from, you know, the depths of hell back into relevancy. You've got to make a move at that point, right? Like, I... you've gotta, you've gotta back up your squad you've got to reward your squad for doing what they did and the the best way to to bring in reinforcements and they didn't i mean if they do they do if they don't they don't and i've i've expected you know just i've expected that a long time ago so that's why i'm not disappointed i'm not shocked (laughs) that's where i'm at right now it's like oh okay i'm a little disappointed like and 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 like you you look uh, I forget who tweeted out today about the list of free agents but like you've seen the list of like top free agent names that are that are out there right yeah like yeah. Armand Traore doesn't have a team 
San, uh, 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 Alexis Sanchez doesn't have a team. Iniesta, Sergio Ramos. No, you you're looking for attacking. Because like Chris Mueller's out for the year, right? Yeah. So like you you need another attacking threat. So like, you know, I don't. Alex Oxley Chamberlain is <laughs> doesn't have a team. He's he's probably gonna go to Turkey or Saudi Arabia. Maybe, but like, put it in an offer, you know. I mean, as a player, do then yeah, they do. But if they don't, then it's like, all right, I, I kind of, I kind of just threw this season away, for better or worse. I, I still think they have a decent shot of the playoffs, but at the same, whatever happens at this point, it's good. All right, so if so it's he, good, here's the list of free agents that are out here. Uh, some names are interesting. Some are less interesting. Uh, Adama Traore, which we already said, David De Gea, who is that weird that he doesn't have a club? Kind of, I think he's still elite. He's right. one of he's one of the few Manchester United player, current Manchester, or you know, Former. within within yeah, within recent memory, I should say, um, that uh, that I liked. Jesse Lingard also doesn't have a club. Eden Hazard doesn't have a club. He's probably going to Saudi Arabia. So Sergio Ramos. Alexis Sanchez, like I mentioned, Ross Barkley doesn't have a club. Oxley Chamberlain doesn't have a club. Tom Davies doesn't have a club. Reggie Cannon doesn't have a club. Uh, he's a guy who I would expect some MLS team to take a flyer on. Just, you know, he's an American. He's a, he, he was a very good player for a very long time. Uh, I expect an MLS team to sign Reggie Cannon. Uh, Luis Chavez, Diego Costa. Now, there's a name for you, you yeah, people I, who, who think the fire should sign the striker. There's your striker. I, I think at one point I mentioned I'd like to see Costa fire, but I don't. I don't know. I think he's he's past it. He should go back to Brazil or Spain. If you can get him on a rental for the rest of the season, I I I I do it. I I, so. I would do it. I think that that name, he'll sell tickets, he'll sell shirts, and he's got to be better than Casper Shabilko. What is at this point? I'm sorry, Shabilko. I've, I've defended you for too long, but I've just had with you. Um, I'm right, you know, though, right? Like, like, yeah. Diego Costa would be an upgrade over Casper Shabilko, regardless of whether or not he's quote unquote washed. We 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 all know though. Um, we're gonna get Mbappe. <laughs> I was gonna ask you about that because that was a meme that was going around the Mbappe to Chicago Fire and Neymar. Like, just take all of the front three of the the PSG from last season and and put them to MLS because you might as well, right? The French league at this point, I don't know. It's it's a little better than MLS in quality, but I don't think by much. No, they've they've lost a lot of they've lost a lot of you know starts out of folks. I mean, they've lost Dimitri Payet. Say yeah. what you think about him, but he was a really good. He is a very good player. I don't I don't know why they let him. I mean, I think I know why, but yeah, I. 
Well, because the the clubs yeah. are bleeding money because they don't have a TV deal worth a damn. That's why. Yeah. Speaking of uh, City, uh, back on the come up. They finally, yep. they finally figured out the way for eyeballs is just sign all of the Americans. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, you've got Florin Balogun going to Inter probably. Uh, AC Milan has come through with their Americans, Weston McKinney and Timothy Weah at Juventus. Um, City A is probably going to be the second most interesting league this year behind the Bundesliga. I mean, I think, I'm like, mm-hmm. I think maybe I'll I'll rate it above the Premier League as far as interesting goes, even though uh, my team is first or second favorite to win the league in Arsenal. Um, but I, I think if there's a league to watch this year for pure entertainment value, it's probably Serie A. Yeah, I, I, I got back from Serie A. I mean, you know, surprised just because of Mourinho and the, um, AS Roma. But AS Roma by itself is a very entertaining team. Well, yeah, Mourinho. Yeah, well, and anyway... But yeah, let's let's do this because the European season starts this week <laughs> and we don't really have anything else to talk about. So for the last five minutes of the show, let's let's talk about it. What what are you looking forward to this season? What am I looking forward to this season? Yeah, just like I, in the, the European season, yeah. I just I just want to see some diversity in terms of like just champions. I mean, I I I hope Arsenal. Like I, I have no leg with an English football. I mean, there there are some teams that I just mean for, but I, I just I'm just like you know, there's no denying the quality of Manchester City. I'm just tired of seeing them win. I don't care who wins. Luton Town can win the Prem. I'd be happy with that. Gundogan, I hope well, they. I, I actually think Gundogan's a big loss. Oh you know, yeah, l- losing your captain and and your big central midfielder, um, is uh it's pretty bad right yeah um i think arsenal selling uh balogun is a mistake especially after jesus uh got injured in preseason but i guess mikel arteta is rolling with eddie and kedia plus he's got um i i guess he can play havertz at the false nine if he really needs to um, and goals like Saka and, and Martinelli are probably just going to score all their goals anyway, so it really doesn't matter. Um, Germany, uh, are Bayern going to bottle it again, or at least are Bayern going to bottle it, and then all the other teams around them also going to bottle it, so Bayern wins again? Depends whether they get Harry Kane or not. I think they're going to get Harry Kane. I hope he moves. I, I hope he moves. I, I like, and I'm not even like Arsenal, Tottenham bias aside. Harry Kane deserves better than Tottenham Hotspur. I think I, I even think that the the Tottenham fans can admit that Harry Kane deserves better than that mess of an organization. Like, oh my god, I don't know why. Like, he he should have moved a long time ago. I don't know why he signed that extension. I. Don't know if he was guilt tripped by Daniel Levy or something. It's just a shame. I mean, look at look at Alan Shearer. I mean, he he you know yeah he did amazing stuff with Newcastle, but you know with his boyhood club, 
but he won a trophy with Blackburn Rovers. I mean, granted, that was before, though. But you get my point, right? I mean, right. It, Harry Kane will leave a lasting legacy with Tottenham, no doubt about it. But he at least needs some silverware, whether that's, you know, the Bundesliga or, you know, even an FA Cup or Leaf or, you know, Caribou Cup with a with another Prem team. He just needs some sort of silverware just to finish off his really great career. I agree so. with you. He should come to Arsenal. No, I'm kidding. That's a joke. Don't get mad at me, Spurs fans. I mean, he was, I mean, uh, there, there's pictures of him floating around with an Arsenal top. So. Well, he he, uh, Arsenal was his boyhood club, but the the academy rejected him, so he went to Spurs. Which you know, I don't blame him for. If you can get if one academy, that's the beautiful thing about living in London is if one academy rejects you, there's like. 15 other football clubs in walking distance, right? Yeah, you can go to Millwall. <laughs> I'm kidding. Nobody goes to Millwall. God. EPR. Um, uh, better. Better. Much better. Um, <laughs> I think that's going to just about do it for this episode uh you can find us on twitter at the Hotcast. you can find me on twitter at ruben tish you can find rj on twitter at rga underscore zero two uh you can also find us uh at patreon.com slash the lantern newsletter uh we will not have a show next week uh because there's really nothing to talk about uh, unless, you know, something horrible happens, uh, we will next talk to you. Probably the next episode will be up sometime on Wednesday, the 23rd, after the Chicago Fires return game against Orlando City. Uh, and, uh, I guess if we have to do predictions two weeks out, I'm picking the Fire to win, uh, unless something horrible happens in training. And you know Brian Gutierrez breaks his leg or something knock on wood that doesn't happen um yeah so uh any final thoughts RJ no enjoy your break enjoy stay your break. hydrated stay hydrated play Final Fantasy 16 uh goodbye everybody see ya